give you an idea, since I'm supposed to speak about Srila Prabhupada's legacy, what he wanted us to do may sound like Mission Impossible. We used to have this TV show when I was a kid called Mission Impossible, where they were given this secret mission by the government. It was always impossible, but they always did it. This may seem to be something like that. Um, first of all, as far as a legacy, Prabhupada did affirm, I have given you everything. He did not leave this world thinking he had left something out. Or he said, I have given you everything. So we have to find out what we have gotten, open it up, see what, what comes there. Um, fairly early on, Srila Prabhupada was uh, traveling in Africa. Uh, this of course was before the kind of communications we have nowadays. And uh, once in a while they would record something. A lot of times it wouldn't happen, especially in Africa. But uh, Prabhupada's uh, secretary, Shamsundar, was writing up a little newsletter and would mail it out to the, the temples. And uh, it was kind of extraordinary. Prabhupada had been in London, and uh, in, in England there's a society called Mensa. You have to have a, a genius IQ to belong to the Mensa Club. And Prabhupada had a debate with their leader or secretary and defeated him. That's, that's what, what he had done. And so, anyway, Shamasunda wrote, wrote these newsletters, and we had come to the temple presidents, and so I, I would get one. Uh, the slogan, this is where the slogan comes from, uh, uh, books are the preaching, preaching is the essence, books are the basis, utility is the principle, and purity is the force. That was... Shamasundar quoting Prabhupada. And I and I saw that I put it up of my office, you know. Preaching is the essence, books are the basis, utility is the principle, purity is the force. Good summary of our of our movement. Shamasundar uh, wrote uh, he didn't use quotation marks and it was kind of this uh, stream of consciousness, so it was a little hard to follow. But I read them, so, uh, uh, and Prabhupada said, he quoted Prabhupada saying, I act like a king because no one can defeat me after this episode with the... So he said, one place he said, uh, uh, Shamasuddha wrote this down, I am one person and see what I have done. And the movement had been established at least in, in, a, in America, in, in Europe, 
and now Prabhupada was traveling in Africa. He had also gotten a start in, in India. So as he said, I am one person, see what I have done. And this must have been like 72 or something that this came, it was pretty early. I am one person, see, and see what I, I have done. He says, now we are 500. So I assume at that time that was the number of his initiated disciples. Now we are 500. Now each of you become just like me and imagine what can be accomplished. That's what he said. I, I took, that's his order. Each of you become just like me. If you understand, if he says to do this, first of all, it's not impossible. He wouldn't say it if it was beyond our reach. Uh, it, it, it can be done. Uh, it it, it uh, requires that we utilize everything that Prabhupada has given us and that we also remember uh, advancement in Krishna consciousness is not a do-it-yourself project. We are not uh, trying to save ourselves. We are trying to take advantage of uh, we're trying to get get junk out of the way so Krishna can save us. He's the one that saves us, not us. Uh, so, so we have to stand out uh, uh, and not stop Krishna from doing what he wants to do. Because, why? Because first of all, that's what we're made for. If Prabhupada would say human life is meant for self-realization, that means that's what we are here for. We have some sense, I am here to do something important. Uh, one, one of the old uh, stories that every culture has is about a little boy who discovers he's actually a prince. Uh, a little girl discovers she's a princess. Maybe there's been a spell they can't find out, but then the spell is broken. And, you know, this is, this is our sense that there's something really special that's awaiting us, and we simply have to find out what it is. That's Krishna consciousness. That's the potential of human life is self-realization. And then the corollary, the logical equivalent, Prabhupada say, uh, human life is meant for self-realization and not sense gratification. And not sense gratification. Oh, wait a minute, there's a problem. <laughs> because plenty of people all over are trying to uh, do both. The best of both worlds. The best of sense gratification and self-realization at the same time. We'll be whole and complete. I'll become fully self-realized, sp completely spiritual, and at the same time, I'll have all the money I want. And Oh, you aren't American, so you're maybe not used to this way of thinking about it. <laughs> In New York City, near where I lived, this is this is what people want, and 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 self-realization is another commodity. 
that you can buy with money. Uh, they're thinking like that. No, but he said, and not sense gratification. What's the problem with sense gratification? What what does sense gratification do? Well, self-realization, the first step is aham brahmasmi. I am spirit. To actually experience yourself that way, not just theoretically, but I am spirit. The corollary, I am not matter. I am not this body. We Right now we experience ourselves as material beings because we identify, our identity is with this body. That, that identity, uh, that identification with the body is, you know, very deep-rooted. But I'm, that's not who, who I am. I'm a spiritual being. I'm not this body. What causes this false identification of the self with the material body? What causes this illusory superimposition? It is sense gratification. As soon as we... Now, now you, we can... If you're thirsty, you can drink water. These things are not in themselves sense gratification. Sense gratification... What goes on in sense gratification is I bring my senses in contact with the objects. I feel some pleasure. And then I think, ah, now I'm enjoying. If you, if you do a little like phenomenology of sense gratification, you'll see what happens is we experience some pleasure and we puff up. I am the enjoyer. This is mine. Uh, and it's that puffing up and that exaltation and now I am the enjoyer. This is sense gratification and that causes this false ego. A devotee can drink water. Krishna, thank you for satisfying my thirst. I needed to keep my body healthy for Krishna and doesn't think I am the enjoyer. We can honor prasadam. Notice we don't eat prasadam. We honor prasadam. This tastes so good because Krishna must have tasted it first. We have a way of meeting the needs of the body, which is fine, without becoming the enjoyer. Not thinking I'm the enjoyer. And then if I'm the enjoyer, I need to be the controller. This is my God project. To enjoy and control the material world. So this is hard to get rid of, especially if the cultures we in uh, don't know anything else. The cultures we live in, that's the what they have to offer. Better sense gratification uh, in some way or another. And there's grosser sense gratification and there's more refined sense gratification. That's true too, but it's all basically sense gratification. So this human life is meant for self-realization and this process Prabhupada has given us is very, very, very powerful. Because Krishna wants us back. Lord Chaitanya has come uh, to deliver this method. 
uh, Prabhupada has gone through so much work and so many generations of Vaishnavas have, come, have furthered this so that we can, we can engage in, in that, that, that project. So we have this opportunity. It's not allowed to say, I can't do it. If we have all kinds of deficiencies and faults, if we are just keep going, keep persisting, don't quit, you have a setback, keep going, Krishna will help us. In fact, the whole thing is just to show Krishna that we want that help. We have to say to Krishna, please remove my anarthas. The anartha, the word anartha, that's what I'm supposed to talk about, anartha nirvritti. Anartha means an unwanted thing. Artha means something that's valuable. So anartha is something that's not valuable. And so sense gratification is maybe an anartha. We can't say to Krishna, you know, please remove all my material desires but this one. That's, we really should say, I want. Why do we say that? Because we don't have faith. We may think that if I get Krishna consciousness, somehow or other I'll still be unsatisfied. We should have the conviction that if we, uh, when we have Krishna consciousness, then everything else will be supplied that we need. So we know when we begin devotional service, there, there's uh, this list that's given in the uh, Chaitanya Charitamrita, Adho Shraddha. This is the sequence of steps, the chronological order, Kramaha, leading from the beginning to Prema. This is the path that has been traversed by all the followers of Lord Chaitanya, and they've given the list, Adho Shraddha. In the first, there is some at least preliminary faith, enough to become interested in spiritual advancement and at least understand that no matter what I do in the material world, I'm going to die. No matter what I get, I'm going to leave it all behind and that uh, material life will not satisfy me. But there's an alternative Many people who have that realization, they say simply they alcohol or drugs or something and sort of let me waste the time. So if that beginning uh, faith is there, then sadhu sangha, you will begin to associate with devotees. And then if you associate with devotees comes fruitful bhajana kriya we will take up the practice of Krishna consciousness uh, seriously. When Prabhupada translates this in the Chaitanya Charitamrita, he, he says, under this bhajana kriya, surrendering to the spiritual master and being encouraged by the association of devotees, so that initiation takes place. So this is, that stage is really when initiation, and initiation means you've now made a commitment I'm going to commit myself to this path. And then, anartanirvitti. 
there should be shot, there should be the removal of unwanted things. We're not that far into these steps, but that's anartanirvitti. When anartanirvitti is uh, traversed, uh, to the other side of that is nishta, firm faith. When Prabhupada was asked, tell us to become fixed up in Krishna consciousness, this fixed up is what he's thinking as he's thinking of nishta. You're fixed. Nishta is not that advanced stage, but once somebody reaches nishta, it is very rare that they fall down again. And after nishta, the other things, ruchi, a taste for Krishna consciousness, you really like it. Uh, and if you have a chance to do something in Krishna consciousness, it'll be more attractive than any other kind of material alternative. Uh, Ruchi has uh, as its object the activities of devotional service and the next stage asakti Prabhupada means said translates this as attachment it's very strong, it's addiction and it's addiction to Krishna Ruchi has the activities of devotional service as its object uh, asakti Krishna one becomes addicted to Krishna. And not just Krishna in general, but it turns out to be the form of Krishna you become addicted to all the time is you know one particular uh, uh, pastime in one particular place, one particular aspect, that, and you have some feet, that contemplation, that obsession, you might say, this, 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 this asakti, uh, brings out feelings and that those feelings is the basis of the further development that's bhava that becomes the basis of ecstasy and then uh, that bhava uh, then becomes enriched by various other factors and different kinds of uh, 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 enhancements and then it's prema this is this is this is our course. If they've been on it, this is what you'd have. This, then this, then this. If it's not going on, I'm doing something wrong. I should check. When Prabhupada has used the word science, that's what he means. Applied knowledge that is has been done, has been tested, has been approved by the government or whoever. You know, stamp of approval. It works. But you have to take the medicine according to the directions on the on, on the bottom. So he said, "This is that." And and, and uh, Krishna's Kaviraj, when he puts this thing, he says, "This is the krama. This is the the uh, chronological order uh, of sequence of these things." Let me just quickly uh, mention uh, Anarthas. Now, now I'm uh, going from the. Uh, Vishnu Chakravarti Thakur's Madhurya Kandambani. There's four kinds of anarthas he discusses, unwanted things. Duskritta, Uttita, arising from past sins. That's already the tendency to sense gratification and so on. That's because of past sins. Uh, in past lives we did things and so now we go on. 
those arising from previous pious works. Uh, there's also, that can be an anartha. Uh, uh, you're not sinful, but you really have a lot of money and want it. You, know, you, that, you did something pious, so now you get money. Uh, anarthas arising from, from offenses, aparad. Sins and offenses are not the same thing. They're, they're different. And then he mentions uh, those which arise from bhakti itself. And then he says there's five levels uh, of uh, eradication or nullification. Partial, uh, pervasive, almost complete, complete, purna, that's the Sanskrit word, and then absolute. He has one stage beyond that. And then he actually tracks, you know, at what stage these anarthas go away. Uh, 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 let's just look at, uh, for example, anarthas that arise from uh, past sins, duskritta, uh, when you get to just the stage of bhajana kriya, they're already uh, almost completely gone, according to him. And then when you get to nishta, they're complete. And they become absolute when one reaches uh, asakti, uh, he says. Uh, one other thing I should mention Offenses, uh, the the anarthas that arise from offenses, uh, at the stage of nishta, they're pervasive. It it doesn't get almost complete until you reach bhava, and even uh, they're complete at purna, they're gone. Uh, completely gone at Purna, but not absolute until you have this another stage he puts on there, the Lord's Association. Uh, so we are looking we are looking to get uh, to deal mostly the the I'm not even sure I remember what the offenses arising from Bhakti are. I'm sorry I can't tell you I don't have the book with me <laughs> if he says what they are. But the, 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 the main things we have to worry about uh, are re- arising from past uh, 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 s- uh, sinful deeds, um, even in this life or previous lives, uh, and those from offenses. Those are the ones that really hang in there. Namaparad, Seva Aparad, Vaishnava Aparad, Dhamaparad, all these are different offenses that we have to be careful of. How, how do we know when this stage of nishta is, is, is reached? I'll just mention that. He says five obstacles are gone. One is sleep. Laya. The tendency to sleep during japa. Shravana, kirtana. You fall asleep in japa, you fall asleep in class. That's or even kirtana. I remember once, this is pretty early, 
Well, I walked into the temple and we had a, a visiting uh, senior devotee giving class. I had to go do some errands. I came back inside and the whole class, I looked in the temple room and these guys were all sleeping. Then I look at the speaker and he's... <laughs> Funny, huh? These kind of things can happen. Hmm? So when I was when I was a young, vigorous temple president, during Japa, I used to have a squirt gun, not a, a bottle. You know, you could squirt water. We'd go like you know, a couple of me, yeah, three meters. You know? And when everybody is falling asleep during Japa, I well, they hated me. But anyway, they didn't fall asleep. And years later, somebody thanked me. <laughs> yeah, I have to say. Anyway, the tendency to fall asleep. Vishepa, inattention or distraction. So that's, a, that's a, uh, uh, the, the real, generally in, in Japa, this dis, dis, distraction. The mind goes away from the holy name. And you want to bring it back. You want to bring it back. Uh, or just when you're engaged in some devotional service, uh, unnecessarily talking about mundane things, gossip, whatever, those kinds of things, it's a thing. Uh, then he says, indifference or lack of interest, even if there's no sleep and there's no distraction, you still not, don't want to, don't feel like doing Krishna conscious things, you know. And then there's what he calls uh, uh, kashaya, impurity or stain, the tendency to bad habits. So anger, greed, and pride, you may be, but still it's there. So that's still a, an anartha. Uh, th- those things, that obstacle uh, should go away. And the one is rasavada, taste for material enjoyment. Uh, especially... Uh, if you have want to absorb your mind in kirtan or other services, that's what you. But there's some opportunity for material sense pleasure. You, you know, put put the Krishna consciousness aside and have a good time for a while. Uh, so that's we want to come to the stage at least of nishta. After that, progress is pretty fast. As I said, very rarely does anyone fall down. There's so many problems in our movements. Devotees go so far, they fall down. We had so many big leaders one time fall down. Uh, uh, this can be avoided uh, by, by once comes to this, this platform, Nishta. And this is what Prabhupada wanted to become fixed up in Krishna consciousness. Uh, and because uh, we are trying if we are just consistently trying to improve ourselves, uh, that we chant while trying to become free from offenses. Because Krishna is, what we're showing is Krishna that we want a relationship. We're demonstrating to him that we're eager for a relationship with him. And I can say, Krishna, I want you, my mind doesn't. You should understand that the mind is not a Vaishnava. 
One sign of mode of goodness is detachment from the mind. You know, the mind is with us, it's not us. We've, we went, when we came into this world, we, 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 we brought the mind from, came from our subtle body, came with us. God knows what's in there. Uh, so, we're not the mind, that's such good news. Uh, we're here because we're devotees. That's our constitutional position. We are devotees. We will not be satisfied. We will not give what we want until we become devotees. The mind may be reluctant. And you just got to kick it around. You can treat your mind with contempt. If you know how to do it, you can slap it over like this. You know, like the guys in the movie. Bah, 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 bah. Do that. It's great. You feel better afterwards. <laughs> so we, 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 we have declared war on Maya. That, that means, first of all, uh, dealing with, ourself, with, with, with the, the, these kind of offenses, showing Krishna that we're interested, and uh, in this way, uh, we will actually make uh, advancement in Krishna consciousness, that not only is that the best thing we can do for ourselves, it's the best thing we can do for the human race. Really, because we, now we are in a position to benefit other people. And uh, Sankirtan means that, that uh, uh, we perform this in association with devotees and we expand. Lord Chaitanya wants help. He's given us this method, uh, the, the spreading all over the world. Uh, he wants people to help him uh, bring in the fruits of, of this work. And we should be willing to give Lord Chaitanya the help he wants, becoming Krishna conscious ourselves, and then helping others to become Krishna conscious. Okay? Thank you very much.